everybody. Welcome to a beautiful, sunshiny version of In Bed with the Fitness Industry. And uh, my fabulous guest today is a long-term friend of mine and colleague who I love working with and I adore, Malin Dovan from Rehab You. Wait, hold on. Boom! Oh, yeah. And she's, she's a comfy hoodie maker. Psych! Not just that, <laughs> she does a lot of other things beyond that. So Maylin is a certified athletic therapist and she's been leading our industry in functional rehabilitation for years and years. She and I met <clears throat> 20 years ago um, in the fitness industry <laughs> when we were both working uh, as leaders in the fitness industry and she's done work in a ton of different fields with athletes, with regular people, with people with significant um, injuries and a post-rehab um, function from people who've had surgeries, et cetera, et cetera, as well as, you know, the weekend athlete that wants to be able to enhance their performance and created Rehab U, which is a movement performance therapy. And that's where her and I reconnected when I moved back to Montreal. So she is in bed, actually not very far. I mean, far enough that I, it's not like I can see her <laughs> out the window, um, but we're actually geographically uh, not that far from one another. And I'm so happy to welcome May. Hi. Hi. So good to see you. Good to see you. Yes. See your beautiful yeah. face. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You are busy. I'm busy. I'm, I'm, I'm actually probably just as busy <laughs> as it normally as would before. be it's just we've you know made some some readjustments but still busy <laughs> yeah because you had shift I mean I think the reality is is because you're an entrepreneur who also leads um and everything you do with your own clients and all of these things but you have created and therefore lead uh, a fitness and wellness education program there's tons of work always done behind the scenes. Um, and so you're still doing all of that, just like before, if anything, digging into it even more than, than before, like you said. Exactly. It just, it just you know, it, we all have a little bit more time, even though I say I'm just as busy. I'm just as busy because there's a little bit more time as far as, you know, I'm not out seeing clients face to face. So yeah. I, have, I have a little bit more time on my hands to work on developing new content, working yeah. on level two, working on new courses, all that kind of stuff. You're occupying your time very well. So thank Absolutely. you for having a little bit of time with us. There's a few things that I wanted to talk about with you to share uh, with the uh, viewers and listeners of In Bed with the Fitness Industry. And thanks for getting in bed. It's very foggy. <laughs> Mine's still, again, in the guest room, you know, because good lighting. Got my fluffy pillow. My Your cat might come pillow. around. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, that, it'll be just more fluff in terms of that. So tell me a little bit about um, how you went from wearing all the hats you've worn over the past couple of decades in health and fitness and wellness and rehab and everything else and decided to launch um, a fitness education company, decided to launch something uh, and to train other people to be able to benefit from those decades of experience and knowledge? Yeah, well, you know what, to be honest, education uh, was always something I really enjoyed. I, I always really enjoyed teaching. And not long after I finished my bachelor's degree in athletic therapy, I taught at Concordia University. So it was always something that I really enjoyed. Mm. Um, and then, you know, through the years, like you say, I've worn a lot of hats. I've worked in, you know, corporate wellness, obviously in rehab. I've worked with athletes, coaching sports, uh, working in disability, functional mm. rehab. So mm. it just, it all 
it, it all created an experience that uh, allowed me to find ways to include everything that's rehab based clinically to a training world because I'm a gym rat and I love the gym. And, you know, I'm, I'm, it's not my first teaching endeavor, but it's, it's um, level two now, I guess, like it's mm. upgraded um, by all the experience that I had. So when I, you know, when I launched uh, Rehab U, the, there was uh, obviously a course, an educational component attached to that. Mm -hmm. One of the sections of Rehab U, it, which is, you know, built on, on all of that experience and how all of those different pieces of, you know, yes, being a rehab person at, at la base, <laughs> as we say in <laughs> French, but also being a, a gym person, a sports person, uh, lifting weights and things like that, and how, how to merge the two. And then realizing that, you know, if, if I had that clinical background, but my area was the gym, because that's where I love to be. Mm -hmm. I know that there are a ton of other trainers who love to be in the gym, but are interested in the rehab act, act aspect. So we, mm -hmm. if we get them that that knowledge of injuries and, and, you know, to have a better understanding of injuries, then they have a huge role to play in, in rehab. So in movement and just essentially Absolutely. enhancing what they're doing already. So you've trained and I've had the pleasure of, of working closely with you over the past uh, little over a year. Now you've trained hundreds of trainers and coaches and specialists in 2019. Um, and it's, exploded in some places most yeah. of your courses were sold out um yes. internationally in 2019 so you had all of that stuff going on there knowing that there's other people there that um other female entrepreneurs that are looking to you know throw themselves into the education realm and to be able to take that next step uh what is some advice you'd have to share with female entrepreneurs in particular looking into it um i think you have to be generous you know, there, there are so much education providers out there. Yeah. Uh, so many well-known education providers, so many. And, you know, you have the knowledge that your stuff is good and that your knowledge is good and your experience is good and you know your content is good, but nobody else knows that. Mm -hmm. uh, so you have to be generous with it and share and use, you know, social media is big. We all know how, how big social media is and it's, it's the perfect platform to share knowledge so that people will see um, the edge that you have what's the difference between like make it stand out in your social media be generous with content that you give in your social media not mm -hmm. just teasers all the time but actually giving people content and sharing and not be being afraid to share too much or to give too much um, because that's really what built my reputation up and, mm -hmm. and my, my Instagram initially was disorganized it was just I did something with a client and I was like oh like that was really cool. I want to share that. So I would prepare a post and that's how I started to build my, and then I kind of just organized it, you know, visually. I mean, it just looks nicer with the black and white and the green, you know, whereas initially it was just videos that I would post, but the content has always been there. So if I pull that into like a couple of different categories, it would be, um, and it's one thing that you mentioned and they actually, you just, you just skipped over it, but it's the not being afraid that even though there's a lot of other stuff out there, your stuff isn't valuable. So there's a little bit of a confidence boost in there. Um, Cause yeah. share, a lot of people don't share their content cause they're just like that. Well, everybody else is doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. Especially mm -hmm. now everybody throwing themselves onto virtual and digital content that you were like, yeah, there's a lot of other things out there, but I know that what I do is still valuable and the voice in which I can bring it is a little bit different. So I love that you had that and then branding. Yeah. 
stuff that you've done with Rehab You and, and finding that look and that feel of everything that's so authentic to you. Just how easy, if you're trying to brand to something else, it's so hard, right? But mm-hmm. if you're branding it to who you actually are and what you represent, it makes it easy to put up content. And then protocols, which is funny because people worry about the, the, the consistency of everything they put on that, but then they use protocols and training <laughs> so like there's a protocol in training. Well, it's just like, well, it's the same thing in communication. So what you just said is essentially those things, right? So that confidence, that generosity yeah. of content, a little bit of branding, and then making sure that everything looks as slick as you need it to be. Um, because your yeah. stuff is very, you know, incredibly generous and positive and optimistic, but there's systems behind it. And so yeah, yeah. You kind of systemized your communication the way you systemized your programs, right? Yeah. And it's, you know, it's hard to find that balance sometimes because you also want it to stay really authentic like I need I need my personality to to stay there so people can still kind of palpate that you know because the truth is that you're not necessarily better than someone who works in a similar field or who does similar things but people will also be attracted to your personality and what you, you know, what you, what you kiss gets degage. I'm, I'm looking for the term in English. Mm. So yeah. you, you also have to keep your personality in there. You know, yeah. everything you emanate, everything you give off yeah. essentially is yeah. you when it's authentic, but that's scary for people. You know, it's, it's scary. So I, I appreciate that you're leading the way when it comes to that and just putting that authentic stuff out there and, and working really hard on developing yourself, which is, I'm curious about that as somebody who is the person who delivers the content, the person who delivers the education, how do you stay stimulated as an educator from like, where do you source your education? How do you stay really motivated to have more to give to others? It's funny because I'm always saying how like, oh, I need to find time so that I can take a course too, because Mm. first of all, I have to, right. To maintain my certification as an athletic therapist, I have to do continuing education on a yearly basis for sure. Right. Um, I think a lot of it is, so yes, there's, there's time that I have to make for that to take a course. Unfortunately, I was due to take a course in June and it's, it's, it's canceled, but you know, you find other ways, but even on a day to day, Mm. um, I feel that I'm, I'm always looking to learn new stuff because for example, if I have a client who comes with whatever they've got, whatever, whatever kind of pathology they've got or, or, or dysfunction that they have, I'm always like on research papers and looking up stuff and looking up the most recent research on clinical outcomes and things like that, just so I can be innovative in my approach, just so I can make sure that, you know, I'm, I'm up to date on everything going on. So it's all, always reading research articles, always just kind of digging a little deeper, even if it's something I see all the time. Like I'm always reading about shoulders and I see shoulders. 80% of my clients have shoulder problems, love right? shoulders. So, Almost love as shoulders. much as you love hips. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just kind of always, you know, and, and when you develop, when you're developing content, you're kind of always reading and, and, mm. and just staying up to date and and collaborating I mean one of the things I've noticed about you is you've got this incredible collaborative spirit which is why you're doing these kinds of interviews and podcasts and you're often invited to do um, trainings and conferences and all kinds of things like that and that those other people like you said you don't see them as competition but as collaborators and that you want to be able to go to those I mean even if you're a speaker 
at an event or at an online event or live event where there's a bunch of other ones, you're like, I'm still going to go to their things. I'm still going to connect with them and learn from them. You've always had that collaborative spirit um, versus yep. feeling like, you know, looking at from a place of, of uh, not scarcity and that, well, this is only that's mine, but you're looking at all those people and you do have a great network. We can tell on your social, you do have a great network of people that you're constantly collaborating with. Yeah. 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 For nice. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So um, you had, and it's the timing of it is just funny, but before the rest of the world went digital very quickly, you had actually just finished recording the movement optimization course yeah. to offer it digitally. And it's something that I find always pops up and we're asking ourselves these questions more than ever of the what's the difference between a live experience if you think about education in particular what's the difference between a live experience and a digital experience um are you you know should i be worried about the quality of what i give about the fact that i'm not connected with them the fact that i don't see them like i'm worried about who i'm putting out there into the world um you had overcome all of that and decided to launch the program digitally how did you go about you know getting over those questions or worries that you might have had at the beginning um i think that well there's a there are a couple of different things right like when you take an an, an online course like obviously i've i've done a lot of courses myself online some for myself to to gain some knowledge obviously and, and sometimes just to see what other people are doing mm -hmm. and compare you know <laughs> just curious, so yeah. so we can be sure that we're you know we're, we're, we're you know within what other people in the industry are doing and um you know i've had i've, I've taken courses where it's just a live course that was filmed um and i've taken right. other courses where you know it's 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 kind of split up into sections and and it's it's a little bit um, confusing because it doesn't really roll out like a live course in terms mm. of the interaction. So what we tried mm. to do is, is something that was really right in between. We mm. don't want it to be a live course that was filmed because that, that kind of like it's, it doesn't feel personal for the person on the other side of the screen. Mm. Mm -hmm. But we wanted it to have the same structure because the, the, the best feedback I always get out of the course is, you know, I finally understand and it's really clear to me how to link the assessment with the intervention. Okay. And, you know, I've, I've given the course so many times and that's another thing too, is when you've given it live so many times, then you can, you can film it with the same kind of speech and rants and, and jokes and jokes, and, you know, like, yeah. And just examples, so that it feels natural <laughs> so that it's not like I'm standing in front of the camera and I'm giving a speech. Right. So, yeah. um, it's, it's well it's, rehearsed. It's interesting to hear and they're, they're little tidbits of information that are not in the, in the written content or the manual, but that come out like as a conversation, which is the same way it happens in a live course, right? Mm. For sure, the exercise portion of it, you know, there's, there's um, the being online, you don't, you don't have that hands-on approach, right? But the idea is that the, the exercises in the course, as you go through them, they're, they're they're explained in, in the, in the uh, online course. They're explained in the exercise library. There's room to practice them. Yeah. Um, and I make a big point during the course about the verbal cues for, for each of the exercises. So I'm mm. not so worried that people are like, I, I really can't grasp this exercise. Like I, I feel like I, I won't be able to grasp an exercise because I'm not live. Mm. I think that that. I don't, I'm not too worried about that. Okay. Um, and I, I feel that the essence of the course, which is, you know what, uh, you take courses sometimes and you get all these, here are some assessments. 
And then here are exercises that are good for X, Y, Z, but you're kind of like, okay, but how do I, you know, when do I use that exercise with who? Mm. Um, I feel that that's really easy after people come out of the course, the way it's built and it's, it, it, it's built that way online as well. So mm. it works for me. I'm, I mean, I've gone through it. I've looked at it. I'm pretty pleased with it. Good. If you I should say so myself. <laughs> <Should be>. and, <laughs> and we again, were really lucky because we, yeah. we filmed it end of February, yeah. not, not knowing. Right. So, yeah. And so it's there. No, congratulations yeah. for that. And I think people need more of it. And there's lots of stuff that people can do to still stay connected with their clients and be able to provide um, what, what we've always done and just kind of just try things. And again, when something's that well rehearsed, um, it comes off as authentically as it can. And, and the fact that you're constantly giving new client examples and injury examples and rehab examples on all of your social media platforms, inviting people to the Facebook group, inviting people into your webinars. And, you know, you're just always moving forward with that, helping them see that there's constantly new opportunities and you're a yeah. champion at that. So I'm so pleased to see that you're continuing that. Thank you. So <laughs> speaking of the things that you champion, uh, 2020 might be a little bit different than what we had planned. Um, <laughs> for, for those of us that love to see the authentic May, how will you continue to stay grounded, to stay optimistic? Um, what are some of the things that are helping you continue on in 2020 with great drive and optimism that we can potentially be inspired by? Um, well, on several levels, I think I could answer that question. Like from a professional level, I think it, it really, it's being able to kind of steer uh, your practice to online, mm -hmm. you know, and being confident that there's a lot of stuff that you can do online and being, you know, having that be uh, your kind of your motivation yeah. the clients that you do have you know if, I, if I'm speaking to personal trainers like now is a good time to take even better care of your clients because getting new clients is going to be a, a bigger challenge right in rehab I mean that's that's obviously we, we there's no monthly membership with rehab <laughs> you know you're always relying on new clients but you've got to be um, take extra care of your people Mm. Um, you know, like I said before, as far as staying motivated, um, it hasn't really been a problem because it's, it's an opportunity to just develop more content and just be able to sit and create all day and kind of read articles all day and, and mm. just and go wherever it. my mind, just yeah. go wherever my mind takes me. And then, yeah. and then on a personal level, it's just, I think it's just changing our expectations. Like I know my training is going to be different. I see that as an opportunity to do something different. Like mm -hmm. I, I know, you know, it's an opportunity to do more yoga online. It's an opportunity to renew with running. Um, you know, I, I know I'm not going to be able to do the same kind of trainings I would normally do, but just appreciate the ones that I can do and, mm -hmm. and be creative about it. So, um, you know, it, it, it's tough, but I, I, you know, I'm confident that everybody's able to adapt and helping one another in these kinds of situations. I think there's so many, there's so many people out there and just to be kind with their expectations and reach out. And I know that when people reach out to you, um, you've always been great for that. And so if anybody wants to do that, we'll make sure that we include your, uh, your social media handles and people can go to rehab you. We have mine's upside down. Yes. Yours is straight. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> mine's backwards on my screen. Oh, mine's backwards <laughs> on my screen. So I don't <laughs> no, know. Which... I can see it. 
Wait a minute. Now you and I just sticking out our Going boobs backwards. to the world. Welcome to Embed with the Fitness Industry Social Distancing Edition, everybody. This is what it is. But on RehabU.com, they can go find all that stuff and see um, all the wonderful things you're doing to help connect with people. Because you were doing, you were socially distanced from a lot of your, or geographically distanced from clients yep. in Asia and Europe and everything else. And you were still doing what you're doing now. And so for you, it's just you know, shone a light on the stuff that you were doing yeah. well. And thank you for sharing, being so generous with all of us so that we can grab some of those tips and, and follow in some of those practices and connect with you digitally and otherwise for now. Yes. It's always been important for me to answer, you know, people who write to me uh, via Facebook or Instagram. You know, I always try to answer. Uh, I try to answer as quickly as I can. Every comment, every like, every, you know, it's always been important to me to for there to be like a like a personal touch um so i continue to do that and even more so it's even more so important now it, i mean it's always been but yeah to stay connected yeah oh yeah. thank you so much thank you for your thank time you. i really appreciate it i know you said you were going to go work out now uh hopefully you can enjoy the sunshine just a little bit and it's so nice to see you uh and thank hopefully you. i'll see you in another way soon but nice to stay connected with you thank you maylin yes thanks Have a great day Bye, have a good Bye. day.